Today's gospel is from Matthew chapter 15. Jesus called the crowd to him and said to them, Listen and understand, it is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what it is that comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone, they are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, Explain this parable to us. Then he said, Are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and this is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not understand her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks, Kathy. I was away last weekend officiating a wedding on the North Shore. I put my phone away intentionally to unplug from social media, and I did not look at a newspaper or turn on the TV for two days. You know what it's like when you want to escape for a while. So I didn't hear about the events that occurred in Charlottesville, Virginia, until I came home on Sunday. And as I watched the videos of the unfathomable acts of hate and read the aftermath of commentary, it dawned on me that it was a privilege for me to be buffered from the events of last weekend. And for that moment, as a light-skinned Christian female, there were no threats to my well-being or to the safety of my kids. I have felt guilty and restless about this all week as I think back to my protected, isolated state while others were being persecuted for their religion and race. I think sometimes we desire faith to be an escape from the world. We come to church to get away from all that we read, hear, and see. We want to break from it and we want peace from the storm. 
Now, certainly quiet and comfort are things we seek from God and from our time together at church. But that is not the kind of faith that we hear about today from the reading in the gospel that Kathy just read. Jesus and his disciples have left Galilee and are now near the ports of Tyre and Sidon. They are no longer in Jewish territory. And a woman comes shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. This woman is clearly not able to escape from what is happening in her life. The word for shouting here is also used to describe the shrieks and scream of the pain of childbirth. Somehow she has heard about Jesus, the one who has come to save the Jews, the one who is coming close to people who are sick and hungry, and she comes to seek mercy from the hell that her daughter is experiencing. Initially, Jesus says nothing in response to her plea. The disciples are annoyed at her cries and want her sent away. This will not be an easy ask for her. Yet she continues to engage, not knowing the outcome, because even if she cannot fully understand, through her presence and relentless faith-filled screams, something is being birthed again in her. She finally kneels at Jesus' feet, and this is the same posture of reverence that the Magi offer when they see the Christ child. What is Matthew trying to tell us there? In all her perceived scrappiness and unworthiness, she surrenders her trust to this man that she has only heard about and simply says, Lord, help me. Jesus continues to be curt. It's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. And she still will not let go. Even as a dog, a perceived less than outcast, she knows her little girl is worthy of health and abundant life. She is not trying to change her status in the eyes of Jesus and the others. She relentlessly trusts that God's mercy can even reach to her. Clearly, Jesus is surprised by her faith, her perseverance, her love for another. Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. Now, much screams to us from the discomfort of this story. This woman has much to teach us about faith and our ability to show up for the sake of another. It also points out that clearly our Jewish brothers and sisters are God's chosen people, the ones Jesus was sent to save. God comes close to them to break open his love then for the whole world. It is from the roots of Judaism that both Christianity and the Islamic faith are born. What gnaws at my heart these days, 
though, is our ability to be passive in light of what is happening in our world. We are able to ignore it because we can ignore it. Historically, this Canaanite woman was an enemy to the Jewish people, clearly an outsider, yet Jesus acclaims her faith. Jesus crosses a human line of, of difference to extend mercy to her and healing to her daughter, but he has to be pushed to do it. This woman crossed a line of difference to seek a blessing from Jesus and healing for her daughter. We are called to cross lines of human difference to extend God's mercy and healing to others. This woman came with persistence and guts in order to receive God's mercy. Maybe today we receive God's mercy so we can lead our lives with persistence and guts. The question then before us is what is it for you? How are you gifted and how are you called to engage and speak up on behalf of another? What will be birthed through your life and your actions in this world? We are able to sit in comfortable chairs, but we are created and we are called to speak and act for the world. And so today, it's time for healing and humility. God's promise comes to you for the healing of your body, mind, and spirit. Lord, have mercy. We need it. God's promise of healing also comes to you for the sake of the world. Lord, have mercy. We need it. Like this woman who dared to speak on behalf of her child, you are called to speak and act on behalf of someone who needs your voice. We are the church to be the presence of Jesus in the, in the world. And it is a call to speak and engage, not with violence, but with attention and persistence, compassion and solidarity for those who are being persecuted, marginalized, and forgotten. We have much to learn. We need to come close and listen to those who the world perceives as different and to speak out against violence and hate and reverently come close to God's word which speaks life, and it tells of stories like this dear woman who knows her worthiness even when others tell her not. And she knows that even a bit in a crumb of Jesus' abundance love can heal and change the world. Let's pray. Lord, help us. We pray today for those things that we've done and for those things that we have not done, God. We humbly come before you and pray for healing. And may that healing today also be a call in our lives that each and every person in this world is created and shaped in your image. Help us hear their voice. Help us see their presence 
and help us know that this healing and this love is meant for all. Amen.